We're living in the golden age of television. There, I said it. If you want to argue with me, get in line. Yeah, I see you out there at Facts of Life forever. Speak up if you want, but you'll be wrong. I liken this argument to talking to old people. If I brought this up at the local Shady Meadows, I would be met by a chorus of saggy people showering me with boos and jeers, all of them claiming that things were better back in the old days. But this isn't about safe neighborhoods or apple pies cooling on windowsills. It's something altogether more important. Something that unites us all in the wake of political divide. It's about the only thing we have left to keep us from outright murder. Entertainment. Unlike so many things that remind us of how different we are or cause us to fight until we drop each other from Facebook, television is one of the last things that brings us together. Left, right, blue, red, Christians, Jews. We all want to pontificate on Monday morning about the potential of next week's episode. Let's face it, there's nothing quite as unifying as sharing those water cooler moments with your horrible neighbors and coworkers. You may give less than a shit about what Myron's new cockapoo did with the garden hose. And you definitely don't want to listen to Melinda's endless tales of being a single mom with three teen boys. Three boys you just know will be named in a drug bust in the very near future. But I'll be goddamned if you don't want to get their thoughts on Don Draper's latest conquest. Then, and only then, do their feelings matter. TV is the, the last great unifier, I'll say it again. And not just because the world around us is falling the fuck apart, but because TV is the best available form of entertainment. And it's getting better when everything else is heading the same direction as our society. But it wasn't always this way. The proverbial water cooler moments didn't happen after Ed Sullivan. People didn't gather in groups to argue about the fate of the Brady's marriage. And no one sought each other out to discuss the latest antics from Jim J. Bullock and Cosmic Fucking Cow. Eleven years after things went black, we're all still debating if Tony Soprano went dick down with a face full of onion rings. This is because there was a character we gave a shit about, even if he was a loathsome sociopath with mommy issues. TV has gotten better, and considering that the movie industry is content to do nothing more than ply us with remakes that ruin our memories and reboot Spider-Man three times in 15 goddamn years, TV only looks better for it. Today's television brings us anti-heroes who win moments in realistic ways and illustrate lessons without having to subject Dudley to another pervert bike shop owner. No one needs to hear another TGIF lesson about high school parties that start with stolen wine coolers and end with hands exploring beneath a new varsity jacket. And God help us if our current first lady pulls in Nancy Reagan telling us about the dangers of drugs while using that bullshit nondescript Bond villain accent. Today we learn lessons about real-life problems with solutions that don't always lead to happy endings because that's what life is all about and nowhere is it better reflected than modern-day television. Life doesn't end where you want it. Life doesn't solve problems in 22 minutes with commercial breaks. And life keeps you guessing and debating just like we do with those water coolers, keeping us wondering about the latest dirt until the moment they throw six feet of it in our cold, decomposing faces. Now that's entertainment. Of course, not everyone sitting at this table believes this is true, which is why we're here again on a Friday night. It should be a good discussion, even if these two try to disagree. Until then, hit that music.
Yeah, welcome back to Needless to Say. I'm Craig. I'm here with Mike. What's up? And Brad. Uh, you already heard me. And uh, we're talking about television. And we're talking about television now versus television back then. And we know, as Brad said before to us, you know, off mic, that we look at these shows in rose-colored glasses, you know, from the 70s and 80s. Um, Dukes has it, you know, loved it as a kid. Try to watch it now. It's painful. You know, um, it's nostalgic, but it's, I mean, they just weren't good shows. And, you know, we try to talk about that. We're going to talk about the shows that are coming out now and see where this goes. I mean, Mike, what do you think? I can How see the. How could you not like the Dukes of Hazzard? <laughs> I knew that you knew I was going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. How can you not love it? Get I love comfortable. The Dukes of Come on. It's got to. Get comfortable, everyone. Right? Yeah. I, lo- I loved the show when I was. I. Could not freaking wait for that Friday show to night, come on. Friday night, 9 o'clock. Yeah, and then be pissed when it was over because Dallas came on after. My grandma would be like, get out of the way. I I watch There's one but, example right there. <laughs> Who shot the out? best shows on TV came on Friday and Saturday night. Yes. Okay, now those are dead zones for dead television. Dead zones, yeah. yes. Isn't that okay? real? And I, the Duke's a hazard, I hate to admit it. I didn't get into it right away because there was no plot. Even as a, a six-year-old, I knew there was no plot. And the one year I decided I wanted to start watching it was the year there was Coy and Vance. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Coy and Vance. So I didn't even realize what a contract dispute was at six years old. Yeah. But I know that it ruined a, an already bad show. Yeah. Terrible. But explain to me what was so good about the Dukes of Hazard versus a show that's out now. Just... To kind of give a little context, Mike spends most of his day watching television that expired a long time ago. If this was a carton of milk, you could your house should be condemned. <laughs> it's Listen, I should right have expired now. a long time ago too. So. Yes, this is also a good point. But Mike it's loves nostalgic television. Well, if you want to talk about if you want to talk about the Dukes of Hazard, I mean, being a kid at that time. They had the the, the the market corner, and I mean, it was a fast car. With a racist flag chases, on it. With a racist flag on it. <laughs> yeah. Hot chicks. Daisy. Come on, dude. Hot I mean, chick. Hot chick. Yeah. Okay. Well, every once in a while, there was always that. Uh, They'd that hit the boar's nest, yeah. there'd be a couple of hot yeah. chicks. As far as I'm concerned, there was nest. one girl in Hazard County. Yeah. And that right? was it. And granted, yes, she was a piece of tail. I don't even remember. Was she around with Toy and Vance? Yeah, uh, for a little was, bit. Was she in there? Yeah, with she, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, she was. Of I don't know. She was. She's the she's the glue that kept the Dukes together. Come on now. I just think you <laughs> like that show because you look like Uncle Jesse. Listen, you guys, you guys talk about how much I love the, these, these kind, of, and you're questioning me if if she was not there with Coin Vance. Right. She was there. All right. <laughs> All right. Thank All right. You. We'll I, take I, that. I thought of your greater <laughs> knowledge. Yeah. Because my thing is, is it's been so long since I've seen it. Watched it when I was a kid. Absolutely loved it. That was my... That, chips. Couldn't wait for that stuff to come on. I was like fired up. That was the best night of of the week. And then shit, the next morning was just cartoon day. You know what I mean? Those were like the best two days of my life. And I go back now, you know, and you, you turn on like... TV land, you see Dukes of Hazard. I'm like, oh shit, Dukes of Hazard is on. And I put it on. I'm like, oh shit, change the channel quick. This so sucks. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's a terrible television it's, show. A six year old who had no social life 
actually used the phrase, this show has no plot. I remember my mother turning her head and saying, you know something? You're right. Yeah. You know why? No 30-something mother should ever agree with a six-year-old about the quality of primetime television. Right. You're right, but that six-year-old has, has never been... Uh, shown any of that stuff the way that six-year-old's probably been operating a device for two years already looking at whatever she wants at any i wasn't time. doing it i had a speaking spell exactly that's why we would all converge to the tv on the on those nights at that time and watch those shows you know now it's like anybody can go and watch any show they want at was any that time before they want. or after the kkk rally now now think about that right. how about that fact in the dukes of hazard one thing i gotta lay into this is now do you could could not boss hog and roscoe pico train get an arrest warrant for the duke brothers after they fired that first fucking explosive arrow <laughs> out of the front out of the side no. window of their car doing 80 miles an hour once jumping again. over the road crew once again <laughs> listen <laughs> they, they couldn't have been busted on some sort of law listen. the feds would have been involved yeah. at, that <laughs> at that point listen you guys want to talk about? Remember the when they show? would leave the Listen. state and that the the black cop, what was his name? Which the state trooper no, would chase him. I'm getting to that. Yeah. But first of all, you guys want to talk about Duke's Hazard? Know your facts, all right? They, yeah. The only reason that they had the bow and arrow with the, with the dynamite is because they couldn't have guns. Yeah, because they were on parole. They were on parole. No, they were on probation. So they could have explosives. Yes, they could have explosives. Yeah, and shoot them at stuff. And shoot them at stuff, (laughs) but not guns. What were they using it for? Fishing? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? But I mean, that's Uh, it. So there was there was never any of that, you know. Um, Why did they fix the goddamn bridge? The, <laughs> we jumped over that thing for six seasons. There's probably like five, six, ten cop cars in the bottom of that water. I yes. just want to know who makes their shocks. Those cars landed and bottomed out just, on a weekly basis. Man, yeah. we should. I should have looked this up. I it's it was didn't matter. over just, a couple of hundred cars. Yeah, they, they did used. use a ton of them. Sixty-nine Dodge Charges. There was a ton of them. My dad had one. Man, I love. But you Dodge just up. bring them into Cudas and you were all set. That's it. And also the right up. Another thing. Open the doors. No, no. Let's just slide in the window. No, they welded they shut. They welded them shut. Why? For speed. It, it Aerodynamics. No. <laughs> no it, was a, it, was a, it was a race car. It was a stock car. That's why. Stock cars. That's cars horrendous. are welded shut. Do you remember the episode that's when they bought, get the general lady? And it's black. Yes, I do remember that one. It was, all, it was, it was way, better way better looking. It, <laughs> it was reminded, black. It was the same. And Kuda's banging it, on it. It looked exactly, exactly like the same car that was in the movie Bullet that he was chasing. It was a black Dodge yep. 69. 69 Dodge. Oh, 68. Well, that is fantastic. Okay, now, Brad, talk about some things that like happened last well, week. you certainly <laughs> wouldn't make a show... Like the Dukes of Hazard now. No way. It could never... I mean... And the Lord knows that we've tried to... No, you save everything. it for cinema. And exactly. you make Fast yeah. and Furious. You make or, 95 of them. Or, if I'm not mistaken, the Dukes of Hazard. They <laughs> yeah. made that move. They did. But they even did. that, they had to put a comedian in there. To kind well, of because like, it was a terrible show exactly. and they had to make fun of it. I just recently watched Baywatch. Show. It was a great show for the time. For the time. It What's nothing. it going up against? What shows? Night Rider. Woo! Hey, Night Rider was after. Night Rider was later. Yeah. Still terrible. 
But at the time, it was a great show. Loved it. Loved no, Night it Rider. Wasn't. I no, loved it. No, it was not. Duke's eyes. No, it's a bad show. But I'm seeing. When I was a kid, I loved Night Rider. I loved I'm it. an ugly guy. I'm gonna get a face transplant and end up more attractive than I was. Oh, before. I thought he was telling us about, telling us about your fucking like story there for a second. <laughs> I, like, I was about to call your wife. Say, hey, guess what? I'll tell you right now. <laughs> if I was known for watching the Dukes of Hazard and Night Rider, I would get a face transplant. So nobody <laughs> would know. But you watch Knight Rider and somehow so you turn into that. some nondescript character actor and next thing you know you're David Hasselhoff. Okay, and then right. then you have a, then you have a car in 1984 that has not only a sense of humor but a sense of logic. Yeah. That somehow figures AI. out the crimes ahead of you. Right. Exactly. And yet it's kind of like all kinds of stupid movies that actually what movie was that that just came out like two years ago with the guy from Mission Impossible there that was that same concept same. You mean bullshit. Tom Cruise? Yes, that dude. Yes, in Minority Report that came out ten years ago. I knew we had you on the show for. You got to get out of this fucking. House. And Minor- <laughs> Minority Report took place in the future. No, was it, was it? a sci-fi yes. movie? Yeah, was that's it? not the movie Didn't. that I was thinking. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Next. Scratch that. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, leave this yeah. house. <laughs> I'm begging you to get some sunlight. No, yeah. really, uh, sunlight. You got a vitamin D deficiency amongst all of your other conditions. You know what's messed up is last time I went to the doctor. What's that? Your colon? <laughs> you, hey, take a fucking breather, yo. All right, save some of that. Save some. Oh, Jesus Christ, you don't want to expend. We're recording. This is all on the air. That's what I'm saying. You need to, you know, because later on, save some of that energy. So you can fucking stab me in the back some more at the end of the show. I'm stabbing you in the back now? What am no, I gonna... you stabbed me in the front, obviously. You can't, <laughs> <laughs> you can't miss this part. Oh, uh, you got some scar tissue there. Right? <laughs> it's called stretch marks. That's dude. it, that's it. <laughs> it's like a topographic map of South America. <laughs> no, but, but seriously, we talk, talk about all these old stuff. <laughs> you fuck you. <laughs> but anyway, you talk about all these fucking old shows. So what what makes the new shows so much better than than the old stuff? Because even in 1980, there was realism happening in the world. Right. We were going through a national oil crisis. We were starting to see uh, a lot of terrorist attacks, hijackings, things of that nature. None of this was reflected in TV. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think TV should and should remain a form of escapism, just like any form of entertainment. But I think the best way to get people around their problems is to remind them that there are worse problems out there. Yes. Okay, and I think that today's shows really do reflect realism. Yes, a guy like Tony Soprano, who I mentioned in my rant. I think a guy like Don Draper, who was back in the 60s, but was presented in a modern context. Okay, these were guys with real-world problems making real-world bad decisions. And they had real-world consequences, and we learned that there weren't always happy endings. Okay, yeah. And I think modern TV addresses this. I think back yeah. in the 80s, you know, you had an action show like the Dukes of Hazard or the Fall Guy or the A-Team where any issue... Now, the A-Team were a bunch of guys who were basically on the lam, okay, and yet they managed to escape every little three-horse town they ever visited. Okay, And there was pulled, constantly military chasing them. Could you imagine military running through your town, chasing a big van? In Bristol, only yeah. on the <laughs> Only on the 4th of July. But I will tell you that there's no way in hell anybody could be that disconnected from the world. 
Okay, yeah. the feds would be in there in a heartbeat, and those guys, every exit from town would have gotten away. You know, and they had the drug BA brackets every week to get them on a plane. They gave me on no plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, back then everything was so simple. You know what I mean? It was like simple-minded things, and the, it, I don't, I don't know. I, where is that? Where is that twist? Where did we that were come in up? the heart of the Cold War. I yep. would love it if they were. Oh, there was a lot of Cold War. And a lot things. of TV is used as Red a distraction. Dawn. You know, a lot of it should be used as distraction as well, like you said, so you're not constantly reminded of the torment of the world. But to a point, you know, you brought the A team when Murdoch's in jail and he's screaming, I want some trash bags. <laughs> and he's just going nuts for hours. So they just kept bringing him trash bags. <laughs> and then he fills them up with a hairdryer and ties it to a chair <laughs> and floats out of the yeah. prison. Because, you know, cause it was one of those helium androids, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, the hair was sense. big back then. But yeah, that kind of makes sense. Did we not go to the movies and go see the A-Team movie? I did not go with you. Yes, you I had did. never seen the A-Team movie. You've never seen the new one? Not fully. I've seen pieces of it. It's actually not bad. It's actually, well, for action and no, I'm gonna disagree. stuff like that. That was a bad movie. Story, story-wise, yeah, it sucked, but action-wise... But they were true to the show then. Yeah, it was exactly like watching... I actually yeah, walked, montage, I walked out of the point. theater. I, I walked out of the theater, because, yes, the one of the last movies I saw in the theater was The A-Team. And I actually heard this comment coming out of the theater. Well, it was better than Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I hey, stopped we going to the movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's well, pretty yeah. good. See, yeah. to your point, so if they did, they did it exactly like like the show, it wouldn't. It doesn't survive nowadays. You know, you know it's, it's just it's funny. Different. You were making a point about escapism, okay? Yeah. So go and, ahead with that. And what I'm saying is, it should be uh, a distraction to what's going on in the world. It should be an escape for you to sit in your living room and, and forget, because you can put the news on and be totally dragged down and kicked in the face by the news every day. You know what I mean? So for you to put it on, you know, NBC and watch something ridiculous, that's that's great. Like my favorite little, show? Yeah. Manimal? You're <laughs> Eight <laughs> episodes of glory. Back yeah, off, back yeah. off, dude. But I mean, so... Back and, off, Auto Man. And there's tons of... Auto <laughs> <Orno> Man. <laughs> I can't even find the show. That's five episodes, brother. How obscure is this show that that Google can't find it? Google Man. Man. It's one of the... I I actually did find it. And (laughs) I was tempted. No, I would... You have to watch it. Wicked Rare for a reason, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) We have to watch it. You gotta watch it. But I mean, there was... I haven't seen it in like 50 years. And those shows were good as a kid. As a kid, those, those shows were great. And they were, you know... As a kid, you weren't thinking about politics. You weren't worried about bills. You weren't worried about the mortgage on your house and insurance and this and that. And you know what I mean? So that's what made, and that was just time out. Those shows weren't aimed at kids. No, yeah, time they out. were aimed at our parents. Time Dukes out. of Hazard? Time out. I need my anxiety medication. I'm sorry, but comment. there's not going to be any children's <laughs> network in the world that's going to approve a show about a bunch of redneck outlaws. Yeah, okay, smart, those yeah. shows were aimed at our parents, so we need to think like you our want, parents. Well, no, a, were they? Were they? Network? Is no, that no, but what I'm saying is, were, were they? Because back then, too, at the same time, um, kids weren't obsessed with, they weren't 
pushing kids to wear helmets on their bikes and do this. And, you know, it was different back then, too. You could, you know what I mean? So they, I think they but were why? aiming at, at kids' fast car, you know, girl in short pants. You know, aiming at the, you know, 12, 13-year-old kid that's like, look at the girl in the short Daisy Dukes. I'm they're named after her. Well, this is true. You know, no, I mean, you know what I mean? This is an era when we had to go to the woods to find She porn. actually has yeah, a fashion. Exactly. So I'll give you that. You know, and her, right? nobody, if, if your mother looked outside and you were sitting outside and you got a tire on the ground and you're slapping a piece of plywood on it and you got your bike up the top of the street, you're not wearing a helmet or elbow pads, you're like, I'm going to jump this shit. Your mother's just like, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> you know? At least they're getting fresh yeah. air. <laughs> they're outside. You know what I mean? That's a, I try to jump over. I got the scar on the back of my head. I try to jump over four trash cans. Not a lobotomy? Yeah. Guess how many I made it over? Zero. Zero. <laughs> I d- didn't even get off the ramp. <laughs> you thought it was you boring. Know? Try and try, I try again. and try again. And you learned that from the Dukes of Hazard. But I mean, no, but, he learned that from the Fonz trying yeah. to jump the, the, the shots. Oh, whoa, whoa. we're, we're going to talk, oh, about, gonna talk about the Fonz. <laughs> and we're going to talk about sharks. Yeah, agree. But I mean, that was the thing. So back then, they were targeting it towards, towards kids because they were going to make their kids put the TV on. Their parents were going to sit on the couch and have to sit through the commercials. It was a Friday night. You know what I mean? So I think it was. Because did your parents love the Dukes of Hazzard? No, God no. No, but you watched it. No, I had to go to another TV to watch it because uh, my mother and I agreed there was no plot. Remember? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, you know, like I had a, you know, I watched it. My my parents would let me watch it. So I think it was geared more towards kids. The fast car, explosion. Everyone watched. You know that. what I mean? The ridiculous stuff. And how many seasons was it on? It was on from 79 to 83, I think. That's well, four it? years. Well, five years. All right, so I'll, I'll go four or five seasons. That's fine, including Coy and Vance. Yeah, I know. Right? For okay. the last six months. But, uh, you know, <laughs> oh, no, the, yeah. this is not a Dukes of Hazard chat. But if you actually look at the lifespan of a lot of the shows that we're going to get all nostalgic about, they didn't last that they, long. They not weren't at all. all. Okay, not at all. Uh, here's another one. And I never watched it, but I remember it was always on was Airwolf. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! What a horrible show! Horrible show! Don't, <laughs> I, mom, I love you. I didn't say it. Craig did. My mother, one of my mother's his favorite mother shows. Is obsessed she's with still, Airwolf. She still Why? watches it because of the artistry of J. No, Michael Vincent. No, that, it was J. No, Michael Vincent. His mother's in love with J. Michael Vincent. No, no, well, aren't we all? No, well, I don't know. Are you? And 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 Asna, and and Asna. Yeah, Asna. you went from Mary Tyler Moore to Airwolf. No, <laughs> yeah. not Ed Asna. No, not Ed Asna. What the hell's his name? Another that oh. guy, really popular. That no, guy, he's though. he's not that guy. I gotta find him. I'm gonna have to look this up. Because uh, he was, uh, uh, he was the taxi driver in uh, Escape from New York. Escape from New York. Yeah, he was. He's on a lot of stuff. That doesn't help me at all. Type it in. I'm, I'm looking it up right now on it. this pocket computer of mine. All right. Yeah. If you're already on it, then I'm not going to go. Ernest Borgnine. Ernest Borgnine. That's who it was. Oh, he's definitely as nice that guy. But, but first of all, make it a public apology, dude. No and doubt. I am yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ernest. You, yeah, you weren't on it. Have you seen Jan Michael Vincent now? He looks like Nick Nolte then. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> My God. I don't think it's so much that show, but it's that channel that she watches and all that stuff comes on. TV Land. 
one of those. Is it, and what those? is it you're watching that you spend an entire day watching Matlock? Listen, I called my mother the other day and say, hey, are you watching this episode of freaking Airwolf? She's like, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I said, okay, I love you. Bye. Okay. <laughs> That's my fucking life. All right, dude. <laughs> On life. Sunday mornings, what do you watch? The Rifleman. He loves that show. He watches it all the time. I was pissed two weeks ago. What is The Rifleman? The Rifleman is... Well, because you don't know... Your your parents probably weren't born when The Rifleman came on. Probably not. No, I don't even... The Rifleman was probably early 60s, Mike. Fucking started in the 50s, mid-50s. My parents were definitely I think it was 1955. (laughs) No, but I'm just... I I I think 1955. Look it up. I think it's 1955 was the first episode. I think I watched it like three years ago. We're getting off topic. Yeah, okay. No, No, we're talking about shows. All right. Nice innocent shows, you know. Oh, everybody dying Tom wants to come and kill this person. No, but I mean, that was, you know, that was like... Actually, The Rifleman was just like the Andy Griffith show. Except it was killing Ex- murder. Well, yeah, but it was exactly <laughs> like the Andy Griffith show. Because the rifleman, the father, he had a young son. Opie, it was nothing you know like I mean? it. And, yeah, and they went through town. And then, no. Shot but it was more of a, <laughs> it was but, yeah, but it was more of a drama. Yeah, than, than a comedy than Gr- Griffith. Then Andy Griffith show came out. And it basically took that same exact show and turned it into a comedy. You know, no, but we're going uh, way kinda. back now. Uh, we're, we're talking, we're talking about different seventies and eighties. Yeah, seventies. You're gonna delete this whole section. Yeah, no, you're not. You're but anyway, revive us right now yeah. with some new shit. Let's go. Well, no, I'm go. just saying. Okay, so what did you love about these shows? Because you haven't named one show that I've enjoyed. So explain to me what it is about these shows that was so good and that you continue to watch them in 2017. Probably the, but yet, the simpleness hold on, of it. Because of everything that's going around around us. Uh, and it's just like a break. Like, an escape. Like an escape. Okay. That's my escape. That's the way I choose to view TV in my escape. Everybody so you're relating to a bunch of guys in nuthugger jeans <laughs> and bad mustaches. Are you, fu- are you dissing my escape? A little bit. I'm going to diss yours. A little bit. I hope you do. I can't wait for that moment when you try to Do it. try to trash modern television, which modern is actually television. impactful. How is it impactful? Well, you it's, haven't watched any, so you really yeah, don't have a, I a do. say in I, this. But when it comes to like series and things like that, he'll never. Com- have I you s- ever watched a full series of what? Anything? Uh, have you seen Breaking Bad? Except yeah, Dukes of Hazard. So you like Breaking Bad? No, I mean I didn't. See, I saw a couple episodes of it. That's what I yeah. I saw a couple of episodes why, why, of it. Why would you not give that show a chance? It's about a modern guy, an average Joe, who's faced with crippling medical bills, a borderline <laughs> poverty. <laughs> yeah, so I I know I so what are you saying? I freaking should identify with him? No, I'm well, saying we all buddy. identify with yeah, him. Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> he's a school teacher know. doing it's an not, honorable job. I don't know. I think just and the, he got robbed of something bigger. Because he, he needed quick cash, and yeah. so he took a quick buyout. Yeah. This is a story of so many people right now. They go for the quick cash. They don't wait for the no, long-term I must admit, No, I must admit, out of all the shows out there and shit, that's one. And shit? Yeah. You need to probably. watch that <laughs> but that's show one show the first that I, episode. That's what I'm saying. That's one show that I probably would go out of my way to watch. And you should, because that, that show Breaking so Bad. Because I, I, I love him. I love what's his name as an actor, first of all. He's he's a great fucking actor. Brian yeah, he Cranston. is Brian Cranston. Awesome. But he, I mean, that show is 
one of the um I think that's one of the first not first but I mean cuz it's television shows that I love and what but that yeah. was one of the first shows that I sat there me and my wife watched it I was like well that's God why damn. this show was fantastic I don't want to miss an episode yes that's you know what I mean? Because of the synopsis, hearing about exactly what it's about, that's what intrigues well, me. Well, that actually you know? is a really good jumping off point. Because you, you mentioned it. You said you don't want to miss an don't episode. Don't want to miss one. Name one show from the 70s or 80s where you couldn't miss an episode. The Hulk! <laughs> <laughs> Spo- the Incredible Hulk! Spoiler alert, he goes to another town, rips some clothes, and leaves with that piano music. And yeah. never dropped his shorts, ever. Always no. just... No. Yeah. Never. You never saw Hulk Cock. me off. Ever. But there was like an Old Navy, like right next to every, every place that he closed out. Because he always got another outfit, so grabbed his backpack. Do, 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 he always do, grabbed do, another plaid <laughs> shirt. Oh my God. He always grabbed say. another plaid <laughs> shirt and tight ass jeans with bell bottoms. Bill Bixby. And took off. And also his hair changed. Do we ever notice oh that? That he God. had kind of the Always. 70s skullet thing yeah, going yeah. on? And then when he was hooked like, up, it was a lot crazier. Away. Yeah. And then it went back to the skullet and he looked like Bill Bixby, who like, he can knock over with a feather. Yeah. Do, 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 do. And then yeah. he'd wander out of town and he'd ravage another town in Oklahoma and then he'd move along. Right. Spoiler alert. Am I right? But we well, didn't I mean, have that right? with Breaking well, Bad. He was right. never That's a concept artist that could have no. drew a picture of of Bruce Banner. <laughs> like, no. They could have like, wanted this guy. I mean, Bill Bixby. Well, Bruce Banner. Let me tell you but, about you my know, best They could have went to town and said, well, who is this guy? He's so, He appears every time this green guy shows up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every time oh, we've uh, talked the about it. his name in that? Uh, oh, yes. Mr. McGee. Mr. McGee, don't make me angry. You won't okay. like me when I'm angry. So, so there's a, a reporter that knows about him, but no other news organization no one else can follow this path of destru- destruction through the no. American Southwest. No one can catch it. And he follows him through the whole entire And that's a better show everywhere. than a guy who mentally breaks down and is forced to turn to drugs that's and then realizes that he is actually a terrible person. Yep. And that's what we learn that's about Walter White. Character development. It's yeah. a it's great, great show. It's great writing. Why wasn't this writing around 20 years ago? Some of the best literary works in our history as a people came yeah. four, five, six hundred years ago. But yeah. for some reason, television only seems to be hitting its because, stride because now. Well, yeah, because yeah TV, you're absolutely right. Because if you, if you think about it, TV back in the day was like just TV. It wasn't like uh, bringing like a great... You weren't trying to... Bring a whole huge star. You had to capture an audience within a certain time. You know what I mean? It was. So at well, that you time, went, it's you ironic to, because there was a rating up. system in place. You're but right. It, but there, it's more impactful now. Yeah, definitely. Okay, more so now. you'd think a show that like a slow burn, like Breaking Bad, or even The Sopranos, to a certain extent. Okay, th- those slow burn shows they had a lot more to lose. Okay. Th- meanwhile, a show that was almost guaranteed a full season every time it was purchased was given free reign and all they did was week to week episode that you could watch those shows in any order and it wouldn't change a goddamn thing yeah. there was no narrative right exactly okay but yeah. now you can't watch episode Some six shows. of breaking bad without seeing without one through seeing, five yeah not exactly. all shows are like that but most of them most now, of yeah. them are. most of them are yeah. <laughs> and even, even sitcoms to some, to some degree yes. uh, right now storylines it's all storyline built because, in oh remember this and they'll flash back people to this want to binge shows now and yeah. we have the ability to do it we didn't That's have cool. that it's, 
But you think this whole idea of water cooler moments and hanging on the uh, cliffhanger would have been more prevalent when we didn't have a DVR. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now so I can watch weird. Game of Thrones, and I haven't because I don't like the show. And I Great realize, show, you're missing out. I, maybe no, I am. Whatever. Maybe I'm not. But the point is, if I really wanted to, the, the cliffhangers have no impact because I could just go to season go to two. Go to season two, and yeah. That's that. But back in the day when you had to wait from May to September to watch what happened to it's Chloe like, and Vance... Yeah. Okay, you know, or or <laughs> Bowen Luke, or, or even even and it even like matter. a drama show, even a, like a drama show that remember like the big thing in the eighties was the cliffhanger. Remember the cliffhanger? Well, I was just talking about it. it always so yeah. exactly. Well, I mean, <laughs> but but back then it was like every show had that cliffhanger. You know what I mean? Who shot Jr. Who shot Jr. This but that, that was everything. the first show but, that but, did but, it. But that's yeah. the thing. Once that show ends, now you have all these days of thinking, wow, this could happen. All that and the excitement builds and builds and builds, and that's what cliffhanger did we have? And even who even shot even that. Dallas, no. Dallas was another terrible show. Oh, no. that they was just, actually, they definitely put that on D- the map. Dallas and Falcon Crest were another terrible shows. If you go back oh, and watch them, they're horrible. Horrible. But what all they did was took a daytime soap opera, exactly, increased the production value, exactly. and put it on at nine o'clock That's at night. That's all they did, Craig. That's Thank you. That's all they did. That's all it was. You know you how know many shows I mean? are out there that that, that they've done? That's that too? all they did. You know, and and but they also created compelling characters. They did. Okay, you know I didn't watch them. No, no, my parents did. Yeah, yeah. they knew all about the Carringtons and the Ewings. Yeah, and all that. Well, because that was all that was good for good entertainment. Right, but what depth did we have with the Dukes? None. And I don't want to keep bringing it back. But no, but what it was is like I said, B.A. Barakas's backstory. But that's what I mean. (laughs) Back at that's what I mean as as a fact of. It was geared towards kids yeah. that didn't care about that. They just wanted to see them build the cool car. I mean, yeah, you know, Dallas, with the, with the tank looking, you know, the the montage of them putting the spikes on the cars and the you know making an armored car out of a Volkswagen yeah. and busting through the, and busting out the garage door. And Those Beatles the bad guy tough, at the man. end. They were tough. You know what I mean? But that's, speaking about so making things that out of stuff. Yep. Who's the master of doing that from the eighties? What's his name? MacGyver. Yes. And that... Good and show to bring up. Good show. Yep. Back MacGyver then. was an interesting guy. But but when I was a kid, watching that stuff, it was like, oh, so oh my God, he's got gum. Oh, it's a good thing he had that gum. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's right? like, freaking, well, are you freaking serious? See, but today, yeah. and they've remade MacGyver. I haven't watched an but, episode of it. I haven't watched it, and I heard it's not that. I'm it's not like com- I, and Please tell Some me people it's love a comedy. It. It's not a comedy. It's kind. Of, it's kind of a dramedy, I, I guess. I thought this they were point. going like after the the newest movie there. No, was... no, no, not not the uh, Magruba. 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 Oh <laughs> no, God. but honestly, like if MacGyver was made today, forget the remake. But say somebody went to what's his name, Richard Dean Anderson. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Somebody went to him and said, "We're gonna have this show, and you're gonna have a mullet, and then everybody, <laughs> yeah, everything you do is gonna be solved by a paperclip and like a stiff breeze." Yeah. <laughs> okay. And, and and that's going to be it. And then you're going to figure it all out. I think today's writers would find a way to make it more impactful. Oh, they have to. You, you would have yeah, to. You would have you to would now have because to. of the current. It's ridiculous. State of television. You, you, okay, you that's know. the thing. So we're all starting to agree here. Yeah, oh, we all agree. The, those ideas at that time were, were whatever they were fine for making money at the time. What they had to do. 
take those ideas now. They're fucking ridiculous. They yes. are all ridiculous. You're talking about a generation coming off of, you know, before Oz. You're talking about a generation of people coming off of Milton Berle just putting on lipstick and a wig. Yeah. And making people laugh like yeah. a bastard. There's a bit of a jump though. there. No, no, is there is. But you're I'm cutting saying, about 25 to 30 years out. Yeah, but so. no, no. But what I'm saying is. No, because in between you had things like Mary Tyler Moore. Oh, Milton which was Mary Tyler Moore was a funny show. You know what I mean? Those those are shows that stand the test of time. You know, Mary Tyler Moore. And we should probably discuss those. You know what I mean? Things like that that I were never funny. Really got into that one. And, I mean, I wasn't totally into it, but it's funny. If you watched it now, if you put it on now and watch an episode, you'd laugh. All in the family. All in the family, family is one of my favorite sitcoms of all time. Arguably funnier now. Yes. Given the you current know, apologetic state of the world. The political correctness of the country. Exactly. And every, it wasn't there. It Hold wasn't on. over the top. We're defining our audience. You right? know that, right? Listen, <laughs> yeah. though. Listen, though. One but, of the rarest things hey, I think that came out of that show, seriously, like in front of the scenes and behind the scenes, is uh, how Archie played his character so conservative and hardcore fucking right wing. And in real life, he was the total opposite. Yeah. And you would, I mean, like, he would look. It's called acting, man. It's a great actor. But he did it in a culture. He couldn't do that today. No, no way. There couldn't be a character. No, you couldn't make that. It would have to be a movie. It's sad, though. To me, it's sad. It would have to be a movie. You could not make a series based on Archie Bunker. To me, it's sad. And he wasn't, but. It is sad to me. But what, it is. Because the. The thing was, is it wasn't about, like like now, political correctness. You could not have that character. But Archie also wasn't an asshole, because it went. It goes back to that. Yeah, he might. You know. Yeah, he was a lovable he, guy at he, the end. He, at the end, he would realize, oh, you know, that person's not so bad. Or he'd do the right thing. Well, you that know? was Norman Lear. You know. And Norman Lear made all those shows because I mean, Good Times. I couldn't relate to Good Times. Because well, I didn't grow up in a black family in the project. In the project, yeah. 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 But the show was still compelling. Because it, it covered issues that nobody would even touch today. We touch racism now, and it, <laughs> it's sugar-coated. Yeah, it's always and, and sugar-coated. We, we always, and so I'm actually going against my own point. There are, no, some, there are some shows that do better back then. Back then. But we didn't continue it. No. Okay? We got sugar-coated in the 80s. That led to TGIF Fridays Cosby in the nineties. You know, Cosby Show, which and was it every whitewashed like, everything. Just lesson learned every episode. Did, you know this. And that, now uh, I feel like Modern the FX. Family. I'm not Modern Family. Uh, family Matters. Yes. You know what I mean? Things like those that. shows were horrendous. They are horrendous. They're remaking them. The Fuller House and all that. They're 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 retreading this ground because there is an audience for it. But I also feel like the climate is right. To go and make another All in a Family. Yes, it's got to be. Well, done you know right. what's funny You're is I think correct. they tried to do it in the eighties, and then they just, and they made a show that people still talk about to this day. And if you go back and watch them, I actually watch them a lot in the morning before I leave for work. Is married with children. Oh my god, it's uh, dude. I me too. Every morning, they, early in the morning, they went. They tried to go back to that. They skipped because. Um, Archie Bunker was more of a political. I don't want to say racist because well, no, he yeah, was he racist. was racist. He was a racist. You know what I mean? But um, what but they did is they went with yeah because of his upbringing yeah. and the, you know. But 
doesn't make it right. No, but no. It, it makes you it know, and almost at the same explainable. Time, and at the same time, Sanford and Son. Mm-hmm. What's up, honky? When the cop would show up, <laughs> I mean, you know, they call people honky all the time. He hated the Puerto Rican guy that lived next yes, to us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> right? And I mean, but those were Julio. great shows, Julio. <laughs> yep. But they they hated, you know, he hated that guy that lived next to us. But those were good shows. They the weren't mom. bad people. They were just. It was the they were the setting their era. Ways. They were setting their ways from the era that they grew up in. You know what I mean? And then that went that's, away. That's what I miss. And then is why, why now? Why is it nowadays? Why is it not okay to to uh, you know to to do something like that now? I think we can. I think I, we can. We can. I think I'm a huge Sons it of Anarchy fan. I'm a huge Sopranos fan. I love all of those gangster type dramas, and because of the beauty in the writing. I mean, basically, Kurt Sutter on The Sons of Anarchy did Othello. He did Shakespeare. And he did it on Harleys. And he did it in a way where they got us rooting for uh, an absolute... Drug, drug dealing. Deal, well, drug dealing. No. Gun, gun slinging. Yeah. Thug. <laughs> yeah. And he became our protagonist. Sounds and like only in the writing. last episode did he actually say, I'm a oh, murderer. I'm a bad person. I'm a killer. Yeah. Sure. I am not a good person. And these kids deserve a better father. Yep. Okay, and then they hand him off to Jimmy Smith, and he goes about his way and rides his way into a semi. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Smith is in that? Yeah. Well, you really got to catch up, brother. Yeah. You've <laughs> never really seen because of one of my favorite actors. Three seasons. How about He's that? He's dead now, right? Jimmy Smith is alive. Jimmy no, Smith. No, not Jimmy Smith. Freaking no. What's his name? I don't know. None of them are dead. No, but but uh, the point is they, they made a show. Hellboy? No, he's alive and well. I thought you said they killed him. In the show, they killed him. In the show, he's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're talking about people here. But anyway, I think the climate is right. If we can root for a gangster biker, if we can root for a mafia guy in New Jersey who robs and steals and kills for a living, then we should be able to get another Archie A drug dealer... Within within Breaking Bad, there's a drug dealing murderer. Yeah, and he realizes, <laughs> and you feel bad for him. You do until and the you last season, for him and then the you realize, season, you realize what a wow, horrible he's a person. scumbag. Yes, he is. Yeah. And he <laughs> yeah. always wanted to be. Yeah, there was an inner. He was bullied as a child, probably, and you bullied wanted, as an adult with the car wash owner. Yes, and his own you students, know? and his own students. Exactly, you know. And so he he lashed out. Yep. But I think the climate is right for another Archie Bunker, but will the PC police allow it? We can root for drugs and Absolutely violence. Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay, but, drugs and violence are allowed because that's okay. But I'll say it right now. Call someone a homo on TV. Backlash like a bastard. Oh, uh, you're headlining CNN, brother. Twitter is going to explode. How dare you call him a homo? Okay, uh, right. If, if right. We're, you know, you're addressing, uh, what? I mean, what did Archie say? Right. Say any of those terms today. Any of them. It can't happen. Yep. But yet we can root for a guy on a motorcycle who takes out an entire family because it's in the best interest of his motorcycle club. Yeah. And that's okay. Shoot, have his best friend's wife shot in the head. <laughs> you know? But I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. People get too screwed up these days about worrying about things like that. And But that goes to show that we're still sugarcoating. To this day. Even more so. We are. Some ways. Because the shows have gotten more realistic. They've gotten more realistic, but have they to a point where, you know, they're sitting around and someone walks in and someone says, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, faggot. 
they would not do that unless they're point unless they're making that person you know I don't the enemy any old shows or, fat you know yes you know what I mean they unless made it clear they make, that he's, that the, he's the bad guy he's the antagonist you know they didn't make it like oh oh stop being you know stop being gay you know that's a term that you'll use amongst your friends of course. in a, in a conversation Come dude on, that's gay and you have when you say that. It's got nothing to do nothing. with gay people. You know what I mean? It's just, it's like, dude, you're being gay. Stop being gay. It's kind of, it's you know kind of I mean? <laughs> and you're not of, talking about gay people. You know, you're not talking, you're not the thing, bashing homosexuals the, or whatever. It's just a term that got used. Yeah, some people don't like it. Well, the reason, ahead, the reason I think that that gay thing is because we started using like gay as stupid well, as a means term different. before yeah. different. before yes. we even learned what gay is we I were was stupid kids you know that's what I I'm was saying. calling my friends gay and had no idea what it meant yeah exactly that's why it sticks with like, you dude you're so gay like, Are you kidding me? and I didn't know why and it was basically I was saying dude you're such a jerk you're, well, that's why, you're, you're, you're so you're, stupid. You don't agree with me. You're different. Yeah. Right. And, and difference had, was the key. And right. it had nothing to do... Had nothing to do and with that's what drove Archie Bunker. But difference. Yes, difference. And, and I mean... First get, black, white, black, white, male kiss on TV. Star Trek. What? No, black, Star Trek white, male kiss. Oh, male kiss. Oh, hold on, hold on. Oh. We're getting into the... Uh, man it? on man, was it? Man on man love. Who was it? George Jefferson, brother. Oh! oh was it wasn't it? George... It was the one uh, guy. Oh, that's right. Pack, that's right. That's right. Oh, Sammy Davis Sammy Jr. Davis Jr. Yeah, that's no. right. Ooh. Archie Bunker. Oh, and Archie Bunker. Yeah. That's right. Yes. I totally forgot about that. I thought yeah, it was George. No, it wasn't George. The Jeffersons. Watch that show right oh, now. Oh, my God. It's so funny. I know. It's beyond fun. It's wicked. It's hilarious. Because they and didn't it's hold relevant. back. It's relevant. They didn't hold back on things. Yeah. But you know, so, so we're actually going against my main point here. Is the, the TV is better well, now? It is, it, well, it's, but, but it's, there was a cons- gap. It's more consistent now, yeah. and it has gotten better in the sense that it the storylines is thick. Because the Jeffersons, there was always that back storyline, you know, that was slow to, you know, it drifted through the whole season of whether well, it was, whether it was uh, George spent some money on something and and uh, Wheezy. Wheezy didn't know. Yeah. And it would come out at the end of the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. There wasn't an, an, no, an there was intricate it was a, story. There was still it was episode. It was still episode. It was episode that you could miss three episodes, tune in the following week and still laugh and still watch the show the and you didn't miss anything. And the, uh, but, it, they, yeah. but they had their, they, actually in that show, they had their like little racy things because they had their neighbor that was a white guy married to the black guy. I used to love that guy too. And, he was so the funny. Son, and their son was married to... To their daughter, Lenny Kravitz. So, so they had to that was friggin- that was Lenny Kravitz's mother. Yeah, it was his mother. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yes. it was. And uh, so, so George had to deal with this guy. You know what I mean? Like in the first shows, they always like were arguing and shit. But after a while, after when the uh, when their kids got married, they ha- he had to deal with them. So it it was. I so, mean, I mean, yeah, I, I, think, I think I think the white You know, it's funny. The white butler. As much as much as he was, George would complain. He was coming downstairs. He would show up and he would do things. He was never a dick to never the guy. Never a dick. He was always, <laughs> you know always I mean? loved. 
I yeah, think I got a good jumping off point here because we're, we're, we can talk yeah, for we can hours go, yeah, about we can go Norman off on Lear that. and all his shows. But I think well, so what we're and get, I'm wearing a Red Fox shirt. I well, mean, I should mention that. I yeah, he is wearing a, a Red Fox shirt. I love says, Red you've got to wash your ass. Red Fox had the, <laughs> yeah. the funniest line in TV history, and Jim Norton will agree, is that when he said, stick your face in dough and make gorilla cookies. Make gorilla cookies. <laughs> Yes. There was nothing funnier than that. Let me oh let me tell ta- let me tell ta- can I little tell you I a little agree. story about I, that? Please I do. Agree. My I buddy agree. my buddy Ricky and Mike were in a band. Mike Mata and they were sitting and they were doing their first show, right? These guys are really talented musicians. They played in bands together for years. And they finally got back together. We were in our like early 30s. They got back together and they wanted to to uh you know, get back together and start making some music. So they did. So they're playing their first show. And they didn't have a name of the band. And they're sitting where in the where in the bar and they're trying to come up with a name. And I just said, Gorilla Cookies. Done. Right? And, <laughs> and Rick, Ricky looks at me and he goes, What? And I said, You're so ugly. Go smash your face in some dough and make some gorilla cookies. <laughs> and Mike Mata walked right outside and wrote it That's on the it. on the chalkboard outside yep. tonight. Because it had their, it just had their names. Yeah. You know? And he ra- erased it and wrote Gorilla Cookies. And they played for years together. Phenomenal name. <laughs> Phenomenal <laughs> television moment. You right? <laughs> but I got to tell you, I think our jumping off point here, and the thing that brings my point back, is the 80s. The 1980s, sitcoms in particular, ruined every good move that Norman Lear made. Yep. Okay, Norman Lear tried to unify people by bringing out the obvious stereotypes, the obvious biases, okay, and he made fun of them from both perspectives. Norman Lear being the TV director that did All in the Family, Good Times, all of those shows, okay, he made edgy television, and he wanted to push racial boundaries and societal values by simply putting it out there. And he showed it from a white perspective from an Irish guy in Queens in Archie Bunker. And he did it from a black perspective from a family that was struggling mightily in Chicago projects. And I believe they were in Cabrini Green, which is the worst of the worst, then and now. Yep. Okay? And, you know, we watched, I forget what their family, the Evans. They were the Evans. The Evans. Florida. Yes. And we watched, and James actually at one point had to go leave to go work on the Alaska Pipeline. Yep. Now... Need to make money. That's right. Anything he could do to help his family. Yeah, we all know behind the scenes that it was because John Amos had a contract dispute. Yeah. And also that he was doing... uh, Beastmaster. Beastmaster. Well, that is so. Pull for your freedom. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. Put your back into it. Pull for your freedom. I really wish we had a video right now. Oh, Oh my God. I've never seen Mike move. Yeah. Not like that, just yeah. ever. Yeah. Listen, you know. But that was great. That was great now. stuff. I met. I met. I, I met him. I love that. And guy. he's actually he's a great. really Look nice guy. guy I met Why him. He's actually he a man? very nice guy. He's a great actor. Yeah. He's awesome a great actor. character actor. And just like a badass. But you know, he left that show, and the show survived for another four years. They made the handyman in the projects one of the Buffalo Butt. Book- Booger. No, wait. Booger. Booger. But they call him Buffalo Buck. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo Buck. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, and they covered some stuff, man. I mean, that the, the neighbor down the hall eating cat food because she couldn't afford yes. to buy some. You read that episode. Yes. Good yeah. Times was wow, real that was shit. Good, yeah, man. Yeah. Really feeling. And then the 80s happened. 
And now there are great shows in the eighties. Cheers. Yeah. Still one holds of the up. Be- one of the best sitcoms ever made. Because bar people haven't changed. Yep. And bar yeah, stories haven't changed. Yep. Bar arguments haven't changed. Okay. Guy complaining about his wife. The guy that just comes in there and rambles on, Cliff. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, but except, except just, nowadays, you walk in there and everybody's doing it like this. Well, we, can, phones, we, we yeah. can't see that. That's yeah. on his phone. Doing it into his phone, yes. Yes, and you, you know, you, can, you everybody but, can be a bar expert now because they have it in their hands. Yes. But... But I mean, it was like you said. It was. It's the same crowd. Yeah. It's. It, you're right. It's, There's a it, blowhard in there. Yeah. There's an alcoholic the in there that won't admit he's an alcoholic. But man, thinking yeah. of, t- talking about cheers, man. Imagine be, like being in a bar back then and now. Just the phone aspect of it. Just no one having any cell phones aspect. Imagine well, I was there. How many times? I we all were there. But how many times do you go in a bar now and? Don't see anybody looking at the phone. It, it's like, you know, I don't know. It's no, just, I agree. It takes away from that board. I mean, it's, it does. it's good. It's great. And but I'll say more. this. Ah. I met you through Craig. Yeah. I met Craig by not looking at my phone. Yeah. See? That's what I'm it saying. still exists. Yeah. And the bar we hang out at, and you've been to, and you've hung out at, we know that bar, and that bar is a throwback if there ever was one. Yeah. It looks like it got ripped out of the perfect storm, and I, I love every love it. minute. Of it. It's, I love, I it, love that place. I love okay, it. I mean, I'm still a New Yorker. I still got my Irish bar roots. I still love them. Yeah, I'm it's a married really, it's because gotta... of that. But at the end of the day, I think the neighborhood bar is still the neighborhood bar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's why Irish Cheers holds up. That's why Cheers holds up. Exactly. Now you look at Family Ties. I think Family Ties was fairly edgy for the time. They covered some issues. They covered some death. They, were, they got political with political even, with even Michael J. Fox being the, the Republican, staunch Republican kid. Two hippie, the parents, with two hippie parents. With two hippie parents. Exactly. You know, they had their differences. Explain Full House. <laughs> Horrible show. Explain Family Matters. Worst show. Wait, 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 wait. Can I, can I give my explanation? If you lean into the mic and let people hear No, wait. Again, what show? Did you want an explanation for? Full House. Full House. Okay, let me see. John Stamos. Uh, that was it. Basically, back then, if you Well, I know that's then, why you watched. Well, that's why every... <laughs> that's why... That's why... I mean, it, it was just Mike a wants to bang his weird belly button. A target is... Or some Kokomo with him. <laughs> Are you serious? You actually know he's got a weird belly button? It's all over the internet. Dude's got a weird belly button. I have no idea. I know you don't. Thank <laughs> God. I just know he's singing with the Beast Boys. I have no idea yeah. what he cracks oh talking about. Oh, my God. Singing with the Beast Boys. You definitely <laughs> do. I go online. Go. He's got grab a weird belly button. Grab your phone. Type in John Stamos' belly button right now. No, because no, I don't want that? that in my search history. <laughs> why? When did you do that? That's why I wanted that? you to type it. No way. When? No. When did you do that? I've seen it. You ever see Jimmy Kimmel weird mean tweets? Yes. Have you ever watched that? Yeah, there's, yeah. An, there's an episode with John Stamos, oh, and the, he reads the tweet. Why and did says, I say, hey guys, John Stamos has a weird belly button? And he stands up and he lifts up his shirt and he goes, You're right, I do. And he's got, it looks like a hernia type thing above his belly button. Yeah. And he's like, You're right, I do. And he just sat down and that was it. Is it like so an Audi? 
It's like, like a half an hour. It's, like <laughs> it's like a it's like a hernia. It looks like a it's hernia so right weird, above it. I mean, we 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 live in a society where we can remove tumors from the most obscure parts of your body, but we still have Audi belly buttons, which are just fucking revolting. Yeah, <laughs> right. get that shit fixed. Looks like someone someone's in there blowing a fucking bubble gum bubble. It, it's <laughs> exactly like, like someone just put their bubble gum in there. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like a fucking skin tag. Get that thing lasered off. No. For the love of Christ. No, <laughs> no I won't. No way. I'm going to... Oh, you got one? Right here. Oh, wait, you don't see that thing? Oh, you're skin tag. Poking you? that thing off. Poking. No, he's going to get a tattoo of a face on it. I know. That thing's got a zip <laughs> code. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Just get a, just anyway, aside from, get from John Stamos' fucking weird belly button... Let's get back on track here. Yeah. I know. What the hell happened now? And then family, anyway, family Matters. Family Matters. Terrible show. Can I do that? Uh, Which was an offshoot of a terrible show. Yeah. Perfect Strangers. Terrible show. Terrible Had show. Had the opportunity to have an immigrant literally try to assimilate in a society and all they did was make fun of make his fun accent. Of his, I know. The whole time. That's all they but did. why? Because at that time, he was out with, you know, his So what happened? Show. Well, this comedy, no. he became, became famous. What uh, happened is his biggest thing was Beverly Hills Cop. He did it in Be- Achmel, Achmel Flores. He well, had to you see gotta, him. he was, and that was, and people loved that scene in the movie, and they made a fucking show on. He was hugely popular stand up. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> he was hugely popular stand up that at that time. How he's not funny. Well, no, at the time he was because the voice he could make. But then, but then, think again. You know why he was funny? That comes it comes right back to the Russia. United States thing back in the eighties, he was. Well, why not use oh, that so opportunity? Remember that? That's what his thing. Why not? Yeah. Was about, oh my God, America! Why great. not try to raise? I mean, it's a sitcom. I get it. You got twenty-two minutes an episode to make a point. It's but money. why not try to come up with something that was a little more relevant? Instead of there yeah, were money. shows back then that still tried it. Okay, you had Barney Miller, which was actually more of a '70s show. But yeah. Barney, Barney Miller was a great show. That was a I like dark that. show. It was dark and, and it, was it didn't funny, age. Though. It Fish. didn't age well, but it, it's you funny. don't think so? No, it didn't age well. I liked it. Night Court. I liked it. Tried I, to be edgy. They talked about hookers. They talked about the dark side, the of, dark New side of New York every City. Other, every other episode, they made had light of it, on. but they made, got silly with Bull with his doorway with the well with at the, the end of the doorway. What are you talking about? Don't Bull Shannon. Talking about Bull, dude. Well, yeah. Shannon was just a grumpy dude in the beginning, and he became a weirdo. And he became a weirdo, boy, yeah. Man. They they went they went beyond. That's the thing. They jumped Bill the shark. Shannon. Well, the shark jumped fairly early. Yeah. Once they killed off the second uh, assistant yeah. uh, bailiff there. Ba- yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, that was it. She, she actually died. You know that, right? Both of them did. They lost yep. two, and that's right. why they went young for the so third they, one. So they yeah. actually weren't killed off unless... This should be conspiracy. Part of conspiracy, part of the conspiracy episode. Nah. <laughs> but I mean, they they uh they did jump the shock at that point. I think you know. But then, there was opportunity. Then, you see what I'm saying? Like Family oh, Ties yeah. embraced it. Family Ties had that one episode where Alex was he lost his friend, and Alex was like, "Why am I alive?" Yep. Okay. At the time, there was a, a really high rate of teen suicide. That was becoming a thing. Yeah. And so Michael J. Fox and everybody else embraced that. And and they ran that episode. And it was dark and it was mysterious and it was done like a, a single act play. Do you remember yeah. that episode? And it, But the only problem I had with that is there was actually no mention of this character that died prior to this episode. Yeah. 
Like, if they had killed off Skippy... Sk- yeah. Okay? And then Alex was like, why am I alive and Skippy isn't? That would have been impactful. But I felt like they danced around it. it why did, did, yeah. We're not going to do it with death anybody here. But some guy off in the uh, distance... Off in the distance that nobody knows about. They right. didn't want. They didn't want to touch too hard yes. on people. And they, but they, they could have made that one of the best episodes. And I feel like that episode in 1984 led off a history of quote-unquote, very special episodes yeah. that pervaded sitcoms throughout the 80s. And they are the worst example the of... The drug that. abuse episodes. Well, with Tom Hanks. Well, I, Tom Hanks. Every, um, every, almost Michael every J. Fox sp- in, in Family Ties. He gets addicted to the speed pills. Remember he's studying for the exam? Kind of like Jesse. And he's dig- by the starts bell. digging through the chat. Saved by the bell. Every, I can't take it. Every, I can't take every, it. Show, I'm so excited. Goes, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. That was ridiculous, though. It was so ridiculous. But Michael J. Fox did it. But right back to welcome back, Carter. Give jugs, give jugs. When Boom Boom Washington yeah. got all, all oh yeah, and give me jugs, give me jugs, yeah, jugs. exactly. Judge Walton there has busted his balls. But they made light of it. They made light of the behavior. Yeah. Okay. These welcome back, Carter had a couple of times. Still in the seventies. I know. Welcome back, Carter was a great show. It, it had, I watch it, it now, and I still actually, laugh. Now that it's I pretty funny. Just because Not of just the comedy, but it did have a lot of those dark it moments, It did have too. dark moments, because they were in Brooklyn. Right. Brooklyn in, in the Brooklyn. 70s. And actually the 70s. lived in the yeah. neighborhood. You know, I, I mean, actually saw that school. You know, you know, the one they, with the train going okay. by with the L. But, yeah. you know, they always had that thing. You know, Epstein can't take the test today. Yeah, the Signed, Epstein's mom. Yeah, is he always handing the notes to him? Because he was no. taking. Yeah, but, but there, there, I remember an episode where Epstein was taking all these fucking things or whatever, all these pills or some shit. No, that was that was uh, Boom Boom Washington. That's, oh yeah, that was the episode. Oh, that was the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be give jokes, give jokes. jokes. <laughs> that would be Freddie Boom Boom. Freddie Boom Boom Washington. But the thing yeah. is, that was Why still a seventies show, so we're still considering that like part of the good era. Yeah. Okay. In the eighties. There was no welcome back, Cotter. And then when Alex got hooked on speed, this wasn't an ongoing joke. This no. This was one episode. One episode. Right. He started digging through the trash, looking. Yeah, he, threw, yeah. he threw the pills out, and then he was like, I can't. And then he's digging through the trash. So and so even Family Ties, well. which was one of the better ones, still didn't age well. No. Okay? So I, I think what I'm trying to get at is that was kind of like the valley. The 80s were the valley. and. Yep. It started picking up a little bit in the 90s. You had Friends, okay, and you had Law and Order, which Mike hates. But I didn't get it. I didn't say But Law it. and Order started covering, quote-unquote, rip from the headlines. And well, they, they started doing things that were relevant to people again. More drama. But don't worry about it. Exactly. We're, 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 we're talking about how the 80s were a pitfall for relevant television. Yeah. Pitfall. So Came let's get into 80s. the very special episodes. The Dudleys, the Natalie getting raped. MASH. All right. Um, there's a few more. Jesse doing the speed was one of them. Yeah. Um, there was always Nancy Reagan with the drugs. Oh, yeah. and what's her name with the drugs too? On different uh, strokes was different a strokes. bastion for this. What's her name? Different strokes was a big time. What's well, name got different strokes was a huge show. Yep. I mean, yeah. it's okay. the point where ABC said, "Okay, NBC so, yeah, doesn't want it. We're going to show it." For drugs me. were all. So we're going to take. We're going to. We're going to kick in with this. In front all right, ready? Okay, do it. All right. So. In the in those shows in the eighties, yeah, you know that were like that in those drug scene things. You had different strokes, which touched on all of that stuff. Arnold smoking butts with his son, with his friend. 
Remember Arnold and his friend sitting in the room smoking a cigarette and his friend starts packing the cigarette on the Zippo lighter? He's like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. I see my dad do that. Yep. And he's packing the cigarette. Was that the gooch? The no, the gooch. I'm the gooch. No, the gooch would never yeah. smoke. No, nah, the gooch. Remember the gooch? Gooch is always the bully. I remember that he was a nondescript sports, character. Yeah, because he was a bully. Yeah, that's right. We bully. never saw him, though. Nope. No, didn't. No, he hung out with yeah, Dudley. The gooch but, uh, was on there a couple times. Come but, on, um, man, the gooch. Arnold and uh, Willis. Now, Willis. What you talking about? And Kimberly. Two people that Kimberly, in real life, OD'd and died on drugs. Dana Plato. A few years back. Dana Plato. Right? A few, a few years. years. How about 20? time, yeah. Has it been that long? Oh, yeah, she, man. she died right after making that video yeah. game Night Trap. Really? Yes. Oh, so, I all right. So, that. yeah. I got to see that. Now, again. Todd Bridges, Willis. Survived. Smoked a shitload of crack. Shot a guy in the head. Went to jail. <laughs> and, now, and now he's doing a show. And now he's on True TV. I fucking love do, it. Oh, whatever it's it is. So funny. True doing, TV. Doing doing uh, oh, world's I'm, dumbest. World's dumbest. Yeah. With Danny. Uh, Danny Bonaduce. Danny Bonaducci. And what's your name? Drug addict. Todd Bridges is doing a show called World's you Dumbest. You have to see And it's this. not an autobiography. <laughs> 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 no, because Danny Bonaducci yeah, in it too. It should be an absolute. This is a show about uh, both hosts. Different strokes touched on all those subjects: smoking cigarettes, drugs, um, sex, adoption. You know what I mean? But it pandered. But but it did. It was garbage. They were all, yeah, they all became I was rich. a kid. Were, yep. I was a kid. I'm the youngest one at this table. Not by much, but the point is, I didn't I learn am, any lessons. You're younger than me. Yes, Holy and I crap. look at two. No, silver spoons. Don't. Not really. Two silver spoons together, you and me. This is not a video. <laughs> together. Mike is touching my leg. I can't, How can I not touch your leg? Come on, silver spoons. And for the record, it's here we are. Face to face, a, a couple, couple of silver spoons. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> Terrible show. Terrible. They but never addressed whatever the drama was supposed to be. It was we never addressed it. Alfonso no, the Rivera father showed up. Nobody knows why. <laughs> I know. There was right? no parents involved. Well, it did. That the kid just showed up in the Michael Jackson jacket at the door. Hey, come on in. It forced me to buy an Alfonso breaking board at fucking oh, yeah? 13 years I old. I had a red Michael Jackson fucking zipper jacket. Yeah, he did. This is <laughs> yes, he did. The worst trio of people ever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. People want to know about this We shit. are offering nothing to the internet. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I remember it came with the. It came with the. uh, It was just a cardboard. It was just a folded up piece of cardboard with his face on it, and and a rap cassette. So you break dance to it. So you rubbed your ass on it. I flopped around on it like a flatfish on the deck of a fucking fishing boat. His hat on backwards for about two months, and then that was it. You did. You did the worm, kid. Did you? No. You did the worm. I did the worm with your crotch. Riding and grinding into Alfonso <laughs> Ribeiro's face without a modicum of irony. Like this. None. And Man. then out of nowhere, you stopped pop locking. Yeah. And that was it. And that Bring was it. it. Down. That was it. That was it. You got two months of electric boogaloo with yeah. Alfonso Ribeiro. And then you called it a yeah, day. I called it a day. Know why I called it a day? Do you want to know the honest truth? 
Because you realized just how no, it wasn't weird that. that was. I know I why. Begged. I know I why. It's because Beat Street, the king of the beat. I see you rocking that beat from across the street. Oh, Beat Street is a lesson too because I can't let the Beat Street you bitch. I said that last fucking couple of. Words so I said wrong. we'd never sing Sorry. again on this end. I was gonna throw salutes at you, but I just got the same fucking. I just got realize the same Mike can't tell you what he had for breakfast this morning, but he remembered that line. Yeah, in I'm, such an epic fashion. So Give I'm me some Crush that. Groove. Crush Groove? Uh, it's in there somewhere. All right, 80s TV. Yeah, okay. we're getting off topic because they started talking about my parachute pants. We're going to end up using but that bit somewhere else. Though. Can't let oh, that's happening. You. That's quality right there. Sorry. But um, anyway, so yeah, so I mean, different strokes touched on those, you know, on those situations. Oh, a lot of shows Other shows did. did. Um, but then you got into the Cosby Show, which didn't. Horrendous. It, it was terrible. Horrendous. They touched on, um, oh, I, Theo wanted to move out, and the, and and uh, Bill Cosby sat there with the Monopoly money, and he was like, oh, you you know, handing out the handing out the money, oh, and then taking it from him. You know, I remember that episode. Oh, you want to have food? Oh, took the money from him. You know, you want to have a girlfriend? This and that. And then he's like, nah. you know, and then he's like, oh, you want to go to the pharmacy and buy roofies? No. Nah. <laughs> <gasps> Bang right there. Just had to throw 20, that in there. Wait, 23 <laughs> seconds. Nice. I had to just throw that 23 in. seconds. But I, I, I you was started counting. I was counting to see how long it would take to fucking. For me to throw a roofie comment yeah. in the building. You know what, Chad? I remember two episodes of that show. And I probably watched 40. Yeah, that's the thing. They were forgettable. There was the Gordon Gattrell shirt episode where Lisa Bonet's character. Yep. Made him oh, made Theo the shirt. That's right. Yes, that was such a huge. And yeah, it was so bad. And but yet he somebody came in at the end and said, "That's okay. You're unique." Yeah. Okay. No, it was, her, it was him. He's like, you know what? Fuck those people. I'm gonna. But go he didn't where? do that. Somebody talked him into that. Yeah. Somebody told him it's okay know, to be man. yourself. Because that that's that, that's horrible. The thing. Horrible. And then there was the family togetherness episode when they all sang on the stairs. Yeah. And Rudy went, baby! These shows were absolutely benign. They offered nothing of value. And nobody who grew up in that era learned anything. No. A lot of more people learned from Boom Boom Washington doing drugs in the, in the men's room <laughs> than they did in the 80s. In the 80s. Okay, from Alex Keaton freaking out in his beautifully lush, giant bedroom. Yeah. Okay, freaking out over white people problems. I don't think that the shows in the 80s had any real impact. And, you know, I'm a Cheers junkie, but that was the exception to the rule. Almost every sitcom from that era was forgettable. Almost every drama from that era was like the A-Team, only with a helicopter instead of a van. Yes. Or we had, you know, a couple instead of a single guy. I mean, it really was all variations on the same theme. So, Brad, you mentioned the very special episodes... The Nancy Reagan thing and stuff like that. I remember those clear as a bell. And, uh, well, but, I mean, let's think about it. They felt that every eight to ten episodes that a sitcom stopped being funny and start, ha- it had to start getting real. Okay? And not to, you know, for steal one th- episode. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> and not to steal anything from the real world, but that's exactly what it was. They felt like they had to educate us. And they felt like they had to do something that, 
Oh yeah, you're laughing, you're laughing week after week. And by the way, feel bad about that. Yeah. yeah. Because here it is. Okay, and I think Different Strokes was probably the biggest proponent of this because in a matter of three years, Dudley, which I mentioned in the rant yep. at the top of the show, Dudley with the bike shop guy, that's probably the most iconic, very special episode. Mm. But Dana Plato, who is now gone, yep. okay, as Kimberly, okay, she had a bulimia problem. And, and which she really had. Yes, and she also had a rape issue. If I'm not mistaken, she was taken away and potentially sexually assaulted. Yeah. Then you had, which we also touched on, Alex Keaton on Family Ties dealing with death. Yep. And, and know, a drug problem. And a drug problem. So, you know, it went on and on from sitcom to sitcom. And, you know, those are the most iconic ones, but every sitcom had one. They did From have Silver Spoons to Growing Pains and everywhere in between. That one tragic but episode. But now, did that one tragic episode in each one of those shows, did it change the, the next show? No, you know it I mean? didn't. It, it didn't. That was the thing. That's the thing. The next show so picked Just picked right up off. like the week before. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it picked up right when they know. left off. That's, They're that's like, oh, yeah, that problem. Okay. And then it was like, okay, let's not talk about it anymore. Everything was fine back to the next Exactly. Where you had growing pains, okay, where they had uh, Tracy Gold. Yes. Who played the sister, and I forget her name. I apologize. But she was dealing with bulimia. No, that's not it. No, it's definitely not it. But no? she no. was dealing with bulimia in real uh, life. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and that was an issue. And yet yeah. they didn't address it no, they with didn't. her. But yet they had Kirk Cameron's friend, or no, actually it was her friend, who Some... was played by Matthew Perry on Friends. Really? Yes. That's who, right. Who yes. died Some made from, up in a car yes. crash. Yep. That's terrible. That's and right. And so it they did a Matthew drinking Perry. and driving thing. Yep. Okay, so again, they felt the need to give us a lesson. And like you mentioned, the next week, there was no discussion of this. There was no overhead. It was over. It just started all over again. That was it. Everybody was happy. It was it, hey, Dad, good morning. That's right. Let's adopt Leo DiCaprio. Let's adopt Leo Her bulimia problem was pretty much hidden, too. For most people, anyway. Facts of life. On Halloween, and I, I wanted to bang Jolly Chaplin that's so right. bad that he picked that fat girl so out of the crowd <laughs> with the Hitler Pia. mustache. Yeah, <laughs> Pia. Pia. Fat Pia she Pia. was the one. Yeah, she was the one. She was the one. Never oh mind Blair. What the fuck? Never Joe. mind oddly butch Joe Polachek. Yes. Right? Okay. That and was. Uh, I was in love with her. How about Tootie? As a kid. Well, I... I Tootie Fruity. I'll be Tootie honest was awesome. In the grand scheme of facts of life, I feel like I'm a Tootie. I feel like I'm a Tootie. I feel like I'm a Tootie. I feel like I'm misunderstood. Yep. I'm definitely misunderstood in this conversation. Oh, you're a fucking but Tootie, all right. But Natalie was the one that got selected. Yep. Okay, by the writer. To be the victim. But again, she ended up crying about it at the end of the episode, and everybody came to her aid, but there was no discussion of what actually would happen... 
if you were to actually be sexually assaulted. Exactly, yes. Yeah. What is the process? And I don't mean to say that there is a process you should follow, but at the same time... No, but... Contact the police. Speak to people speak you love. Yes. yes. Okay. All Natalie did. We never heard about never Natalie heard contacting And then next week parents. they were making cookies in Mrs. Garrett's kitchen. Exactly. And there was no ramifications that came from this. Nope. Natalie never showed any any process. Natalie any would, results. Natalie no, always it, played the it's obviously, one. But, uh, but it obviously got people talking about. But no one week. Bit. Exactly. Yeah. As little as it was. But, I mean, but that's a big topic. And I know you where you want to go topic. with this. But let me finish. I don't think, you know, you should tackle a topic like rape or sexual assault or even sexual harassment without being prepared to Unless deal with the gravitas with the gra- and the weight of exactly. what that means. What happened next. Yeah, that's okay. a huge that's a No, huge that's, point, a, right that's a big point. And I think if uh, the showrunner wanted to make an impact... It kind of seems like they make light of it. Exactly. Yes. They, they dismiss it with, with absolutely no weight whatsoever. Disregard next episode. When they goodness. should actually be saying, this should redefine what this character is for the remainder of the season. Yes. If not the duration of the show. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Somebody, if you are raped as a teenage girl, yep. okay, regardless of circumstance or whatever else may be playing into life changing. That is a life changing moment. Horrible, traumatic, life changing experience. And whatever happy go lucky character you had going at this point should be altered forever. Yes. But nobody thought that way in the eighties, and that's why those shows are ultimately terrible. Yeah. Because they didn't factor in long-term character development. They didn't have enough confidence in the quality of their show to think beyond the season they were in. You're right. They need to take yep. this to another level, and they didn't. And that's why modern TV does it better. Because if somebody on Friends even, which is already 20-something years ago, right? Yeah, something happened with Ross and Rachel, guess what? It mattered in season 7 even, as yes. much it as it did in yes, season 1. You know what I yep. think? There was so much... I mean, think, of, think about the, the TV industry and like as a whole right now and as a whole as it was back then. All the money that was dumped into these shows. There was only, what, a few networks. There's only then. a few networks. So all kinds of money was dumped into these shows. And it was like uh, most... It, it and was it of, all kinds of money? It was I more think, dumped into the executive pockets, right, I think. Exactly. Because they exactly. were just like, just but, keep but, putting this crap out. Exactly. But, those people, <laughs> want, but yeah. those people want something out of that money. So what do they do? They they sacrifice quality for fucking quantity. Yeah, and that's. So but I mean, they, they felt the up, need to throw in a rape episode. I, you know, sometimes was, to fill a quota. It was Probably. almost like a PSA. Probably, Brad. That's well, the sad. It, fucking go like, with that. Go I'm with serious. that. Go with that. The PSA is the public service announcement. Yeah. The more you know. The oh, more yeah. you know. All right, but. Right. And Were then they being paid to do that. Some contracts yeah. definitely. Yeah. For, it's in some contracts, guaranteed. I mean, I remember, and again, I was, what, seven years old when that show hit. And I remember my mother pulling me aside because they always used to have the 30-second talk to your children about this episode. Yes, yes. Okay, and they'd pull you aside and they would do, and my mother, God bless her, did just that. Yeah. And she would pull us aside and say, hey... If anybody touches you in that weird way, you gotta let me know. That's right. Yeah. And good. if anybody tries to do something to you that they don't want to do, and they they would try to introduce the horrors of the real world. Yeah. But again, like you mentioned, the next week 
If Natalie's in the kitchen with Mrs. Gary acting like making, normal, making gorilla cookies, then they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awful. Yeah. <laughs> that's just awful. Picture it. I can picture awful. them two making some but, fucking big yes, ass. And Mrs. Garrett cookies, did look like a redheaded gorilla. I will give you that. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say this. Right turn, Clyde. The show missed an opportunity to be a game changer. It did, man. It and absolutely. they blew it. And, and you know what? As a 41 year old male. The fact that we're discussing this means that they didn't take their responsibility seriously. Yes. And I think that TV Today does a better job of doing just that. Absolutely. 100%. The thing about that is now, you know, when you continue the next episode, it shouldn't be her making a batch of cookies with Mrs. Garrett and talking about what Tootie did last night. It should be her curled up in the fetal position. And them... Trying to comfort her, or what, or the you know the police, or trying to work her way through it. I mean, granted, but see, you don't want a whole series based on the depression of a girl getting raped, you know. Or but we care but, about but, these characters. But you care about the character. See, but you want to see her make her way through it. See, but now so, you guys, you know. So let's continue on with the story a little bit. You don't have to make it as dark as ever. It doesn't have to be so. You don't have to point out every single detail of the recovery, but you know, throw a couple of episodes to the recovery. That's a, to make but, it more real, or have but you not guys. react to certain comedic situations? Yes, this is a very simple writing problem. It's oh a two-minute Colombo episode. It's not. A, it's an easy writing problem. <laughs> yeah, because you guys are so trying to make simple. facts of life into fucking like. Some NCIS fucking no. Show. They introduced this shit. when they did yeah the they episode. did it they did it and it was done and fucking you know so the next week so you carry on a little bit which and goes you back continue to on. the money making thing that's different strokes was groundbreaking thing. it was a white millionaire adopting oh, two black children from Harlem awesome. yeah and they it's handled like a, a lot of but they handled a lot of heavy <laughs> issues oh big time yeah. those issues don't get solved in one week no. Webster, yes, middle class white family adopts one little black midget. Yeah, actually, <laughs> come on now, well, no. well, uh, well put you in sensitive fuck. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, what the little fuck, black midget? No, yes. All right. Well, I mean, Webster's <laughs> an interesting case. With no. Me. Webster to Such me. Such a good kid, man. How was he? Right? A good he wasn't kid? a good kid. Know. He was he like dead? twenty-eight years old alive? when Michael Jackson was banging him. Really? So he knew. <laughs> so he knew it was him going and Corey on, Feldman. Huh? Whatever. <laughs> no. What happened so on that show? On, huh? You know, I didn't even think of bringing up Webster, but that's yep. the perfect example of the very special episode. Just a meme gone wrong because he burned down their fucking house. Yeah. Okay, they had a great apartment in Chicago. I remember that. There, his father was Alex Karras of yeah, the fucking Chicago, Chicago Bears. Bears. Yeah. Everything was golden on that show, and he burns down the fucking house. And do you know what? How they handled it with a nice 
arm around his shoulder. Oh, I would have broke his oh, neck. Lesson learning talk. Lesson. Oh, you feel I we understand yeah, you feel bad. But it's okay, Webster. Didn't you, you burn down my goddamn house? Yes. You're going out the fucking window, little black. And kid. then what do yeah. they do? They get a f <laughs> nicely done line. Yeah. Hey, I am sorry. Don't edit no, but, that out because I would have fucking said that no matter. No, but what's gonna happen? Saying it so many times over. That kid would have got. I I would have freaked out. I love my children to death, but it might come to that if they burn down my house. Beat the shit no, out shit. of them. That's what I'm I am absolutely <laughs> floored what color he is. that they took the George thing. and Ma'am and they put their armor on him and said, it's okay, Webster, because I'm, it was fine to light that fire in your bedroom. Any normal person would have freaked the fuck out. <laughs> this, show, this show's going the fucking same way, if you ask me. Well, how did they reward Webster <laughs> for burning down that great oh. apartment? They got him a townhouse. <laughs> They got Webster a yeah. townhouse with a, uh, a dumbwaiter. Yeah. And Wait. he used to ride that dumbwaiter. Ride waiter. it up and down. 30 some odd years old. What do you mean? Ride got him a house. Going, hey, George. Hey, ma'am. Yeah. That show right. ridiculed we everything that was good about yeah. oh, different yeah. strokes. Yeah. We were going to talk about jumping the shark. But I don't Man, think we did it. We skipped it. A little bit, but you know what? I don't think we have to. No, we mentioned it, it a bunch we, of times. We're jumping the shock every week. So. You know, I think the show is jumping the, the show, shark. The show jumped the, jump the shock. The shock Everybody every knows week. what it means. Needless to say, we said it.